Welcome to Her Art Podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. In our third episode, we will talk about Agnes Martin, the artist mystic who disappeared into the desert. My name is Nat Andreev and I'm going to tell you seven curious facts that you didn't know about an artist possessed of perceptive powers that have transformed her style into a fierce visual experience. The information provided in this episode comes from multiple sources and is not mine. All authors are credited on her art podcast blog on Medium. Curious fact number one. Her story begins on an isolated farm in a Canadian province. She was born to Scottish Presbyterian pioneers in 1912. Her father, a wheat farmer, died when she was two. Her mother, harsh but resourceful, supported the family. Though, by Martin's account, it was her maternal grandfather who gave her a childhood. She believed that she was hated as a child. Silence was her mother's weapon and she used it ruthlessly. Martin told her friend, the journalist Jill Johnston, that she had been emotionally abused and yet she could also wring a value from some of the harsh lessons of her childhood. Her mother liked seeing people hurt, but her unkindness did instill self-discipline, while the imposed solitude fosters Martin's self-reliance. Curious fact number two. In a documentary made in 2002, Mary Lance says, with my back to the world, Martin claimed she could remember the exact moment of her birth. She had entered the world, she tells Lance, as a small figure with a sword. I was very happy. I thought I would cut my way through life. Victory after victory, she declares laughing. Well, I adjusted as soon as they carried me into my mother's hands. Half of my victories fell to the ground. She pauses. My mother had victories, she says, and her candid, weather-beaten face darkens abruptly. Curious fact number three. The path which took her away from home early was peppered with byways, detours, and emergency stops. Martin once wrote in her Palmer Method cursive, a long list of jobs she'd worked since her youth. Among them, playground director, tennis coach, baker's helper, ice cream packer, receptionist, janitor, dishwasher three times, waitress many times, warden to criminal boys, and manager of five Hindus balling hay. Somewhere in the summing up, there is no doubt a mention of art instructor because that's what she studied to be in 1941 at Teachers College Columbia University in New York City. A year later, at 30, she decided not just to teach art, but also to make it to be an artist. She started out painting portraits and landscapes, but was dissatisfied with the result. She said she concluded every year of her early career with a bonfire. Curious fact number four. After a few years of teaching, she settled in New Mexico and devoted herself to painting. 
eventually developing an abstract style informed by Cubism, Surrealism and Abstract Expressionism. By the late 50s, Martin's biomorphic works were supplanted by highly simplified geometric abstractions. These paintings were featured at her first show in New York, which took place at Section 11, an annex of the Betty Parsons Gallery, when the artist was 46 years old. Over the next six years, Martin's understated compositions evolved into subtle, dynamic monochromes featuring penciled grids on large square, minimally prepared canvases. In 1966, her work was included in the exhibition Systemic Painting at the Guggenheim Museum, which focused on painters working in reductive, methodical styles. Curious fact number five. You go there and sit and look. That was the precise advice that the painter Agnes Martin gave to anyone coming to her paintings. Her art is as abstract as abstract gets, yet her presence in it is very distinct. So is her story. Once you know how to read it, she was right about learning by sitting and looking. Though, in the case of her work, standing is even better, because you can move around and take it from different perspectives view her paintings from several feet away. And their surfaces, whitish, pinkish, grayish, brownish, look hazily blank, as if they needed a dusting. Move closer, and complicated, eye-tricking, self-erasing textures come in and out of focus. Move in very close, and you find that the surfaces are marked with hand-drawn lines often faint, but always firm and irregularly spaced, like the lines of a musical staff or an accounting ledger or a school notebook. Curious fact number six. When she turned 55 years old, she abruptly changed her life. She gave away her brushes and paints bought a truck and a camper and headed out of New York. She spent much of the next two years living in trailer parks across the country until she finally arrived back in New Mexico, which she would make her permanent home. Curious fact number seven. A late starter, Agnes Martin kept on going, working at the height of her powers right through her 80s a stocky figure with apple cheeks and cropped silver hair dressed in overalls and Indian shirts. She produced the last of her masterpiece a few months before her death in 2004, at the grand age of 92 years old. Thank you so much for listening to the third episode of Season 3 of her art podcast, a project for art lovers, especially art created by women. If you want to follow more of what I do, find me on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to tune in next month when I'm going to tell you about Leila Shawa, a prolific and revolutionary artist from Palestine. See you later. <laughs>